0: In today's episode, we'll be talking about social media. Social media is described as both the best and the worst thing that has happened to this generation. Today, we will be focusing on the positive and the negative effects that social media leaves on people today.
1: Honestly, at least for teenagers like around our age now, I feel like there's more of a negative effect
0: with just like comparing ourselves on social media. but. I think it's more positive because every time you look on social media you see how people are traveling all over the world and living such a healthy lifestyle and just how happy they are doing this so it makes me want to do that too and motivates me so like I know that's mostly playing on me wanting to be like part of a group and wanting to be feel included but like it has helped me do things that I never would have done beforehand. So early on, early on in the week, we sent out a survey asking how many people compared themselves to the people they saw on social media, and 36% said that they did while another 48% said that they sometimes did. This must mean that the people on social media are doing something right because why would people want to watch something that's making them feel bad about themselves?
1: Well, that's the point usually like people don't realize it like when you're looking at those numbers you don't know if people are like comparing themselves in a positive or negative way because honestly in my experience like when i compare myself to others it's always negative because i think like about how they're doing something fun but i'm just sitting at home watching netflix like alone in my bed with my dog and like obviously that's not a good thing like people need to be more accepting of what's happening in their life and they can't compare where they are at to what other people's are doing because <laughs> people's what other people are doing because even though that might motivate some people it can make other people very unhappy with their life and even angry sometimes with where they're at in life. So honestly, I don't think it's really motivation, but I think it's more of a mental setback.
0: I think it's just how you th- view social media because if you view social media positively you see the other people's success and you like you're like I'm happy for them I want to do that for myself because I like that's motivating me to do better but if you do view it negatively negatively like you said you're like oh they're doing better than me I should just quit but that's just not how you're supposed to view someone's success like you're supposed to be happy for them
1: yeah but like our natural system one like the easiest way for us is like our natural thing to do is to be jealous and to compare ourselves to others to like gauge where our life is at and system one just takes way too much energy so when we're comparing like with our system one to someone else's highlights that's when like what you see is all there is um when that comes in because when you see someone on vacation you don't necessarily see how long they've been saving money what they've been like restricting themselves from doing like hanging out with friends and kind of just staying home so it can give you an idea in your head that like you have to be posting stuff, like advertising the great stuff you're doing in your life when that's just more pressure on you and it gives you more of a mental like, weighing down on you. Um, so this can also lead you to like overthinking if you're doing something wrong in life when everyone's doing the same thing and are trying to just be happy but they end up making it harder for themselves. And you can also see this in relationships and like celebrities when they're posting on social media or like Instagram or Twitter with their couples, um, with their partners like
0: David Dobrik and Liza. So I remember when David David and Liza were together, my sister would watch them all the time and they made really funny and cute YouTube videos together. See that's the thing, you put this
1: halo over them and it's like you only saw them getting along in their relationship and you always saw them smiling and making videos together, but they never showed the arguments and the, the disagreements.
0: But everyone knows relationships aren't perfect, you see that in your life, you see that with your parents, you see that with your friends, your siblings. Like it should shouldn't be shown on social media because like you already know that nothing's perfect.
1: I mean, yeah, technically your system two knows that nothing's perfect, but the system one, which is lazy, it likes to look at easy situations and doesn't bother thinking about the things that aren't shown. So even though we technically know that they aren't perfect, we settle for only seeing the good things that are right in front of us, right in front of us. Because, but obviously that's a bad thing because then people start comparing their relationships. Um, to the ones they see on social media and that can lead to the couples being
0: more distant and have arguments but again that just depends on how you want to view it because if you want to see it as like a negative thing you can like see their relationship and you'd be like oh they're so happy like why isn't my relationship like this like it's not good but if you want to see it as a more positive thing you'd be like oh they're so happy I'm happy for them and then you don't compare your relationship to theirs because there's no connection between the relationships
1: but the thing is, you don't realize it's affecting you. So when you see a happy couple on social media, it's it's literally priming you um, to think about relationships that like you should always be happy and you should never go through a rough patch, which we know technically that's not realistic, but with the priming, um, With the priming, you think that you always have to be happy and that's your goal, when obviously that'll lead to more problems, which then primes you to think, or then primes you to be even more upset when you notice that you're arguing and going through a rough patch and then that can lead to you acting more aggressive or short with your partner.
0: Okay, even if that is true for relationships, social media still allows you to stay connected with people from home and can even make your relationship stronger when you're further apart and not able to see each other every day. In the time of COVID-19 and being in COVID, we are so isolated from everyone. We can't see different people. So what other way is there to connect with people from home or just somewhere in the world without social media? In fact, in the survey we sent out earlier this week, over 50% of the people that took it agree that social media is the best way to stay connected with people from home.
1: I mean, I agree that it helps with staying connected to like friends and family from home. But the thing that's bad about it is, like, I know for you and me, like, we're really close. So sometimes if we're hanging out together, we'll just be on our phones instead of talking. And honestly, it's not too bad because we are so close. But when you're at, like, meal plans with just friends that, like, you haven't been friends with for years, to make the connections with them, you're going to need to have those face-to-face conversations. Um, But when you're texting, there aren't those emotions. And for, like, example, with... uh, Like, when you're texting someone and they send you, like, a funny meme or a funny TikTok, you'll probably send LOL or LMAO, but usually when you send that, you're not, like, actually laughing. Like, you might have had, like, a little smirk or a small giggle, but, like, you're not actually laughing. But when you're hanging out with friends, that's when you have those real, when you're actually laughing and you have the
0: serotonin boost and you're making connections with people. But that just depends on how much effort you want to put in the relationship, because if you want to, if you don't really care about it, you will just end up sending memes and TikToks to each other. But if you really are trying to keep that relationship strong, you are frequently texting or FaceTiming or talking to just the people from home so that so much so that you feel like you're at home with them. But not only is it helping you keep in contact with people at home, it's also allowing you to get in contact with people who have similar interests to you from all over the world that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet without social media.
1: But like you said it's you're reaching out and finding people with common interests you're not finding people that have the different beliefs or ideas or just the different interests it's always the people that have the same interests as you and you're not like developing what you like in
0: life but isn't that why we need social media because social media Allows us to have the option to join groups that have completely different beliefs than we do, so that we can learn both sides of the story and make an accurate decision without letting our system one or any biases affect our thinking.
1: I mean, system one moves you to talk to or the system one moves you to talk to people with the same beliefs. So, like for example, like in politics, Republicans usually will talk to Republicans just so they don't have to argue with Democrats because Democrats will also go to Democrats because of the same thing. They don't want to have to argue. But usually if Democrats and Republicans talk to each other, this isn't every time, but like most of the time, people will argue and will just try to get their point across. And so it takes that system, too, to decide to talk to other people and decide to have an open mind. Um, so this is why we keep going back to look at stuff that we agree with, um, because it feels good and you're more likely
0: to like look at it and depend on it until it becomes an addiction. So one thing we do agree on, multiple studies have been done to prove that social media is addictive. Well at least it's one thing you've said that's smart. Thanks for that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, earlier this week
1: I read an article with um, Dr. Joseph Rock, he was a doctor of psychology, and he said, people get a sense of social well-being, it's as though they're interacting with somebody like they're interacting with friends. Researchers find people who are really heavy users develop a tolerance to that feeling, so they need more and more exposure
0: to get the same effect. That makes so much sense because whenever there's downtime on Culver's campus, everyone automatically turns to your phone. In the five minutes before a class starts, instead of talking to people, we're the classroom is dead silent. We're all on our phones, scrolling through Instagram or Snapchatting other people. It's, the fact that we can have face-to-face conversations but choose not to is alarming and scares me to even think about how the next generation will deal with it. Um, Tristan Harris says that
1: is only gonna get better and better and better
0: at overriding or overwhelming the human mind and, and shaping. The fact that technology can have such an impact on our thinking and how we have um, conversations with others is terrifying. I and
1: mean, like you said, it's only gonna get better too. Um, or like for example, when we're in class and like someone's phone vibrates everyone kind of turns like hoping it's their phone or just like expecting it to be their phone and so we like unconsciously turn around and hope it's our phone and the addiction side of it is that it's like every time your phone rings in your pocket it gives you like a burst of serotonin through your brain and so every time it goes off you have that serotonin and that's how it's like an addiction
0: because you want that like happiness feeling there are always ways to help keep um help stop this addiction because in the movie that we watched, The Social Dilemma, it says that if you turn off your notifications, you don't get the urge to check on your phone every time it makes a sound. You can also give yourself screen time limits on the apps that you use most often to help keep yourself off your phone and only use it when you really need it.
1: So basically what we've talked about is how change takes away too much
0: effort and there's basically no hope for humanity. That's not, no, that's not what we talked about. The way to fix stigmas that surround social media is to actively use your system to change it, which can be really hard for people to do, but I know that is what I'm trying to do currently, and the results so far is extremely rewarding. Bye!